folks, it's Paul here, the Impulsive Culinarian, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly IC Podcast, today, January 27th, 2020. So we're well into the end of a cold and wintry January, lots of root vegetables, soups, and thick meaty stews going on in the IC kitchen. I love cooking this time of year, so fun. Well, all year long, of course, but it's very rewarding during the cold weather months to be, you know, roasting all kinds of delicious seasonal fare, braising chuck beef. How much meat have I braised in the past two weeks? Love it. Big success. Check mark right there uh, for a culinary point of view, okay? Soaking beans, slow cooking, all kinds of lovely dishes. Anyway, it's just wonderful. And, you know, good thing too, because there aren't a lot of holidays in January. Uh, so it's basically all up to your imagination to come up with that next great recipe, right? To to wow any impromptu guests that are at your dinner table while, you know, sharing good conversation and a nice glass of hearty red wine. Just delicious. So speaking of delicious, last week, we hit the last stop of our culinary journey to China, exploring some of that country's authentic cuisine. And as I mentioned last episode, I genuinely wanted to avoid any temptation to get wrapped up in you know, any Americanized version of any of those recipes. For me, I always try to stay as authentic as possible to really get that full appreciation for a given cuisine. And that was no different, of course. So I hope you got a chance to check out some of those really enjoyable dishes, especially those dumplings, the siu mai, the, the jiaozha, a little kung pao chicken on the side. I think I missed them all a little bit already. So now, in case you're just tuning in for the first time, there are any of my new listeners, welcome aboard. I'll just tell you quickly here that each week I post three new recipe videos on my YouTube channel, but all of them revolving around a common culinary theme. And that theme is based entirely on a specific international cuisine for around two weeks' time, and then it's off to a new location to explore something exciting once more. So leading up to this episode of the IC Podcast, the last culinary destination was China, of course, but I'm excited now to tell you all about where the Impulsive Culinary and Compass has directed us next. We're arrived in one of the most delicious culinary places ever with a new series based on Swedish cuisine. My first ever visit to an Austrian specialty grocer a few weeks back in preparation for this series, it evoked some very interesting sensations. I was excited to discover a couple brand new ingredients that I had never tried before, which I find so exciting because that doesn't happen very often anymore. And, and I'm now officially a huge fan uh, of the precious lingonberry, a true staple of Swedish cuisine. I also got my hands on some really delicious Swedish anchovies, which are not anchovies at all. Uh, they're these wonderfully mild and tender little fillets of a tiny fish called sprats. Not salty or offensive in the least. In fact, they're kind of sweet. And the brine, the brine is just incredible. Anyway, a truly lovely experience for me, and I couldn't be happier to share this series of recipes with you. So let's dive in. So the current recipe videos that have been posted to my YouTube channel on this first delicious week of authentic Swedish cooking are as follows. So this last Tuesday, as part of the allergen-friendly series, I released a recipe video for something really special, affectionately named, uh, I'm going to try this, Wallenbergare. It's a burger, kinda, because it's made from veal, and it's in the form of a burger patty, 
<laughs> but this is unlike any burger you have ever had before. Okay, so starting with ground veal in a food processor. Yeah, you essentially whip the veal with a whip it. Okay, in the food processor with a very generous amount of cream. Now, since this is the allergen friendly series, I've opted to use some lovely coconut cream. It tastes so good. And when you're done whipping this mixture into a frenzy, you refrigerate it. Then uh, comes the final uh, blitzed uh, gluten free toasted breadcrumbs, which I'll show you how to do in the video. You break out the skillet. Anyway, trust me, if you've never had this before, you have to try it. It's so damn delicious. And the texture is so light and fluffy. It's really special. So I hope you'll check out my gluten-free, dairy-free, authentically Swedish Wallenbergare recipe. Veal burgers. Mm. Now, Swedish cooking is renowned for using a lot of butter. So developing a second video of this last week for the Thursday Healthy Recipe series was a challenge at first. But when my research led me to some hearty Swedish pea soup, known in Sweden as artsopa, I knew I was in the right place. So you'll want to soak some whole yellow peas overnight for this, but believe me, it is completely worth it, as the end result is just incredible. Hearty, full of flavor, truly perfect for these cold winter afternoons. Anyway, I hope you check out my video for healthy artsopa pea soup, authentic Swedish pea soup with shredded ham, truly lovely. So, of course, the third video of the week, which came out on Saturday, part of the International Recipe Series, is an opportunity for me to focus on one true Swedish classic, a staple of the cuisine itself. And you've probably already guessed it. You know, you're saying under your breath, obvious, it's just, it has to be Swedish meatballs. Of course it is. But no gimmicks in this one. Full, authentic Swedish fare done in a truly traditional way with the right ingredients you won't find any sour cream in here, I promise. Everything true to form, including the size of the meatballs themselves, affectionately referred to as kotpular, I think, the hallmark of Swedish cuisine, was an absolute pleasure to recreate this. So I hope you'll check out that recipe on my YouTube channel, authentic Swedish meatballs served in the most luxurious sauce. And of course, it has to be enjoyed with lingonberry preserves, mashed potatoes, and a couple bites of fresh cucumber salad. So those are the latest on my YouTube channel. Three new recipe videos every single week, complete with links to the full recipes and instructions on my website, impulsiveculinarian.com. So I hope you enjoy. Now, if you have any recipe suggestions, folks, I would love to hear from you. So don't be shy. Jump over to the Impulsive Culinarian page on Facebook, and you'll see in the About section, you can hit the Send Message link, to send me any ideas you might have for upcoming recipes, ingredients you'd like me to try in the IC kitchen, or even suggestions for, you know, what kind of cuisine you would like me to explore. It'd be great to hear from you, so feel free to drop me a line anytime. So looking ahead to next week, there are even more wonderfully authentic and delicious Swedish recipes in store on the IC channel, and I am delighted to be able to share them with you. So be sure to subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications so you don't miss one delicious moment. So I also have a bit of podcast distribution news for you as well. I seem to be getting the hang of this new platform finally. Uh, and as such, it is my distinct pleasure to announce that the IC Weekly Podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts 
and Spotify, along with a handful of others, which is truly fantastic. As we grow this community together, I look forward to the opportunity of meeting more of you wonderful culinarians from all over the map, no matter where you get podcast distribution. It's been such a great journey so far, and I just know that the best is yet to come. So there you have it, folks. That's the story this week, bringing you up to date on everything from the IC community. A special shout out to all the good folks at Anchor.fm for helping sort out my technical issues. Great service and super helpful. If you're thinking of starting your own podcast, this is a free shout out. I'm not getting any for this. I recommend you check out Anchor.fm. Also, to all of you who have left such great comments on my YouTube videos almost every day, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you taking the time. It means a lot to me. So thank you so much for leaving your remarks. Now, let me just wrap up by encouraging you to think about ways of promoting more sustainable food practices by eating local produce whenever possible, buying seasonal ingredients, and knowing where your food comes from. Befriend your farmer, your fishmonger, and especially your butcher. Make them part of your culinary routine, and most of all, have fun in the kitchen. Invite the kids to help, because it will definitely make a difference in their lives. My name is Paul, the Impulsive Culinarian. Happy cooking. Happy cooking.